how many of you have walked or driven or been driven up a steep mountain? Yeah, yeah. I, I think everybody kind of have been there. Yep. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and those of you out there in Love Streaming Land, if you've walked, driven, or been driven up a steep mountain, put, I've been, I've done it, or I have or me, whatever you want to put. Just put it in the chat so we can see it. And a steep mountain, it can be steep, but it also can be steep in our own lives, right? So, so um, let's say this is the mountain. <laughs> it's a good one, right? A brown one. And this is one of us. It's me. Or maybe this one's me when I'm really having a hard day. And what it takes to go up that mountain, right? And sometimes it can be so, so hard. So hard to get up that mountain. And it could also be that way in our own lives. To go up a mountain toward something we, we want to achieve, right? Like getting to the top of that mountain. And sometimes it's so difficult, we don't want to do it. Oh, no, no, can't, can't do it. But when we actually go there and get to the top or get to that goal, what does it feel like? Feels good, huh? Yeah. Like, wow, I achieved it. I did it. Yeah. It was kind of like that with me uh, Friday. I wasn't going to tell you this. Okay, all right, God, thank you. So I was stuck in Gary, Indiana, visiting my mom, who's having her dementia and all that and, and whatever goes with it. And I woke up Friday morning to look at the news, and everything was blanketed with snow in Chicago. And they shut down, ground stop on O'Hare, which I wasn't going to because we don't go to O'Hare. Ask me later. I was going to Midway. It's the Chicago, Midwest, Indiana thing. We were going to, I was going to Midway, and I wasn't going to Midway. So long story short, I decided to, to drive the three and a half hours to Detroit to catch my connection. I was doing great. People were driving really, really good, except for the ones who were on the side of the road. And it was only maybe three. I guess about a half an hour from, from Detroit, and it started snowing. Another hour it took. I get to the, the uh, gate agent as my plane is going in the air. Okay, longer story short, I spent the night in the terminal because there was no hotels. Grateful to have um, Delta Sky Club because I spent most of that 24 hours in there drinking espresso, eating plant-based foods, and sugary items, <laughs> and sleeping. And it was like having that mountain. Like, okay, what do I do with the with the circumstances at hand. Somebody asked me, are you anxious? I said, nope, not anxious. I'm just gonna sit here 
drink espresso, chai tea, and lemonade. I prayed with two or three of my prayer partners. I talked to my aunt. I found out why Bonnie's name is Bonnie and my mother's name is Mickey. I found out everything about my family all in that 24 hours. And so how do we deal with a steep mountain when it's, when it's ahead of us and we want to go up? Part of it, I think, is that we, we have to have a little faith. Now, how many of you want to achieve something this year? Do you want to achieve something or you want to do something? Raise your hand. Yep, should be everybody. If you don't want to do nothing, that's fine. But I think we want to do something, right? Like, you want to go home. That's something to achieve. Yes, because, well, the snow is slowly, slowly, slowly going away. Thank you, Jeff. And so it, it could be some small thing like, gee, I want to go home and not be in this church all night. Or it could be some big thing, right? Like a, like a vacation or something we want to achieve, like my wife, Vanna White, making me this mountain in like five minutes, just because I asked. But when, when we, we do that, sometimes it's good to, to surround ourselves with people. So I want three people to say, what is it you really want to accomplish in 2024? New job. What? New job. New job. Be a teacher. Be a teacher. One more. Yes. Oh, how many want to release some weight? Come on now. You know, you know who you are. And you heard me say release, right? Because we don't want to lose it because we may find it. Just release. One good thing is to dance on those moving songs because that helps release, release, release. Like my mama got in the car a few days ago. We were going over because my Aunt Bonnie's birthday's today, by the way. She's 82. Happy birthday, Aunt Bonnie. And so we were going to have a breakfast in, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon at my Aunt Nancy's. And mama started singing to Mary J. Blige. And I went, oh, she was like this. I said, I'll take that because mama not moving much these days. But sometimes those things that we want to achieve, especially the releasing of weight, seems hard. Like, can I do it and will it stay gone? Because we could do it and then it comes back and then we do it again and then it comes back. Yeah? Right. Like those two pounds I have managed to add on from Christmas <laughs> and yesterday. <laughs> But in, on April 3rd, 1968, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King was climbing a mountain. He had gone to Memphis to speak to, at the Mason Temple uh, there, which is now Church of God in Christ headquarters. But he was going there to mainly be of support for the Memphis sanitation strike. He wasn't feeling well and wanted to stay in his hotel room. But people were getting upset at the temple because they expected him to be there. And of course, it's Dr. King, so it's lots and lots and lots of people. There was also a storm going on outside. 
But he went. He went anyway. And he started to speak without any notes. He didn't have time. He wasn't feeling good. And toward the end, these are some of the words he stated. Well, I don't know what will happen now. We've got some difficult days ahead, but it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop. And I don't mind, like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place, but I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. Now here, I believe Dr. King was talking about having faith. He went on to say, and he, that's God, allowed me to go up to the mountain. And I've looked over and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. My eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. What words, what beautiful, magnificent, and he didn't prepare any notes. He was coming from that, that spiritual essence of who we all are. He had to be. And little did anyone knew who was there that this would be his final speech. I believe that Dr. King was climbing the mountain that day with his physical ailment, with fatigue, and a storm outside. You see, the storm was so bad that it was, it was knocking. You know how sometimes the storm is so bad and it's kind of knocking at the windows? And because he had had death threats, they, I read that he would just kind of, you know, have a little something like that noise. Is, it, is, it, is this it? Can you imagine what it must have been like to have your life on a line? Can you imagine what it must have been like and, and, and you want to stay home and rest or at least in a hotel room and rest and yet you can't because you're being moved forward for, because you're being moved to do that which you came here to do. Can you imagine him thinking, I don't want to do that. But he had to. You see, he just wanted to be a preacher at Ebenezer Church. In Atlanta, he really didn't want to get into this thing called the civil rights movement in the beginning. He said no. But it's something that moves us forward to that thing, to, 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 to do the climbing up the mountain so we can look on the other side to the promised land. And he knew that it was possible, but he also knew that it was possible he would not get there. Mm. It takes faith, my friends. It takes faith, whether it's a real mountain or the mountain of thoughts in our heads. Because we have them. 
Hmm? Some of us are having them right now. We're wondering about this snow out there, right, Jeff? We're wondering about something going on at the house, right? Like, I'm on the airplane, and they tell me we have no lights in our house. So what did I do? I get my phone, and I start looking up Pepco. It was 550-some-odd people without power where I lived at. But I trusted that the lights were coming back on, because we know they will at some point, right? We just don't know if the food in the freezer will last that long. And sure enough, before I shut my phone off and they came to get me for having the phone on when the, <laughs> the door has closed, it said your lights are on, right? And so, so, so getting over on the other side of it is always where the blessings come in. But I think that, 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 that Dr. King was, was relying on that spiritual power of faith. And that just happens to be our spiritual power for this month. And it's represented by Peter, right, who was the foundation, according to the book uh, in, the, in the Gospels that talked about Jesus being the found, Jesus saying that uh, Peter was the, the faith, the foundation of the church. And the color that's associated with it is what? Blue. You know it. It is blue, like a, a midnight blue. But we wear whatever color blue we want, right? It could be blue, it could be turquoise. Some people call it all kinds of sort of names for blue because we can do that. And the place that it is located is right in the center of our brain. That, that place that, that has, mm, I call it the circuit breaker box, right, the brain. And so then there's these, 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 these uh, 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 pulses and electrical in, impulses and, and synopsis and all this other kind of thing that then helps to move through our body and help us to move like our fingers, right, our thoughts. That it's all up there in this circuit breaker box. And I'm sure that that day when Dr. King was speaking, that all of his stuff was fired up, even though he wasn't feeling good. And that no one knew, but those who were accompanying him, that he was even ill. That he was having some turmoil within himself. That he was having this struggle to climb a mountain, regardless to whatever people said. And so we're called to look at him as our example. And in the book Prosperity, our co-founder, Charles Fillmore, said this about faith. He said, faith is the perceiving power of the mind linked with a power to shape substance. So I imagine if I was right there in that room with all those people and hearing the storms, that Dr. King, that his faith was shaping the substance and the words that poetically came out of his mouth that day. Hmm? For us to be able to look at him now so long, so much later, that happened so long ago, and say, wow, how powerful was that? Because I don't know if you knew, but I thought that the mountain stuff happened at the March on Washington. He did say some things about the mountain, but not that one. Not that speech. Not those words. 
that he was almost saying, I'm going to leave you soon. And no one knew what that was. And in that moment that he decided to get up out of his hotel bed and go over there to that temple, the Mason Temple, I believe he was serving at that moment, that he was called to serve. And I think this is why on Martin Luther King Day that many people do service projects, right? Tomorrow is his actual birth date, April 15th. I think he was born in 1929, and he would have been 95 years old. Now, his physical body might be gone, but he's not gone, is he? Huh? He's still influencing people, like so many people who have passed on have done. Mahatma Gandhi, Mother Teresa, right? So many people, so many people. Perhaps Dr. King was traveling up the mountain to serve that day, the mountain of despair, the mountain of physical illness, the mountain of fear that he would be killed, the mountain of bad weather, to the mountain of faith, to the mountain of possibilities, to the mountain of hope. What can we do? What steps can we take? when we are traveling up our own personal mountains, the first step is to have faith. The second step is to have hope. And the third step is to have possibility, to know that all things are possible. We must have the faith to see the invisible. We must have the faith to stand the insurmountable. We must have faith to see Anything that we can measure. We must have faith to be and live beyond fear. We must have faith to live beyond that fear of the unknown. We must move past faith when we look at war. We, we must know that there is faith when we think about war. Let me just get that right. So, so we must know faith that it's possible for peace. That we must know with faith that there's possible for anything, anything, anything we want to achieve to happen. We must have faith with those, those thoughts that go up in our head that tell us, you can't do that. It's not possible. And it is. You see, we must have faith that will move this mountain out of the way. Just tell it, move, get, see ya. And allow ourselves to become more clear with what is our destiny. To be more clear with that which we want to accomplish. We must know that all things are possible with our faith. That our faith sees it when we can't see it. Mm -hmm. That our faith says to us, Take that step, take that step, take that step. And that when we are willing to rely on that faith, when we, when we are willing to know that the things that are, we see, like with our eyeballs, however many ones you have, I have six to help me out. Well, four plus the two that's in my face. 
to know that it is bigger than that. It is bigger than that we can see. And so I'm inviting you to see larger, to see bigger, to know that anything is possible, that we can accomplish more in 2024. So I invite you to take a moment to be still, just a moment. And to take the words of our theme of the year into your heart space for a moment. We sprinkle love more in 2024. We sprinkle love more in 2024. And allow that, that, that essence of love to move through your heart space, to move through your whole mind, body, spirit, and then to radiate out into this whole room and to the love streamers and all of you out there in love streaming land, that we are, we are radiating, we are sprinkling love everywhere. And consider that what you want to accomplish. Just in this next 24 hours, what is it? What is it that's bubbling up? And just be with it now. And allow that to sprinkle, sprinkling more, sprinkling love more in 2024. We join in this knowing, in this awareness, in creating these possibilities for all of us right here and now. And I invite you to open your eyes if they're closed. And this, our affirmation for this week can assist us. I'll say it once and then invite you to say it with me. I am traveling up the mountain to see my dreams on the other side. Together, I am traveling up the mountain to see my dreams on the other side. Again, I am traveling up the mountain to see my dreams on the other side. So just think about Dr. King for a moment and how he was able to visualize being at the top of the mountain, looking over into the promised land. That promised land is our dreams. That promised land is all of us here together in our multicultural, multifaceted selves. They didn't have that back then. Look at us. Look at this. Look at this. This is the other side. And I invite you to put your hand on your heart. And let's say this affirmation again because all of us and the world depends on it. Together, I am traveling up the mountain to see my dreams on the other side. And so it is. And so we allow it. Amen.